Now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir, I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew today as we navigate the latest aviation news and information here on Just Plane Radio. The show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly dennis are you ready are you strapped in or what i'm buckled up and ready to go okay because we got a special guest with us sam is with us from for flight and, and sam you can take full credit for this genius software of for flight right just go ahead right absolutely off. okay good the entire thing it's all me there you go see <laughs> So we got the big Tyson cheese. just looking over your shoulder, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, we've talked to a few of them, but I figured, hey, whoever's uh, talking to us, uh, they get instantly promoted. So we appreciate you helping us out today here on Just Plain Radio, Sam. Now, uh, yeah. give us the uh, update or, or the lowdown on the latest features, because you guys keep cramming more stuff into this software. Every release is just jam-packed with stuff. And uh, I haven't been keeping it up, uh, keeping up with it as much as Dennis. But what's the latest with ForeFlight? Yeah, it, it's just been kind of a, a whirlwind of, of new features. I mean, it always is. But um, I've, I've actually pulled up uh, a list of recent stuff just to remind myself because it, it can sometimes be difficult to remember what we did even two months ago with, with all the new stuff going on. Uh, I'd say the newest feature that's really uh, gotten people's attention this year was uh, we enhanced the uh, 3D preview feature, and that's a feature that allows pilots to either preview or review uh, their flights. If they're planning a flight, they can basically uh, see how that flight's going to look in a three-dimensional view where they have this plane that kind of follows along the route, hmm. and they can see terrain and aerial imagery along the way. So it's it's really, a, it's almost like a sort of a flight simulator view, but you can see what your route's going to look like. That's and then pretty cool. Have you used absolutely. this yet, Dennis? Have you done this? I, I, I haven't, but I'm planning on uh, using it with you because we're going to use it to uh, see how you did on your flight. We're going to go back and show you how far off course you were and how <laughs> bad your altitudes no, were. No, right? we do it before the flight, and then I try to emulate it. That's what you should really do with this, right, Sam? Come on. So the great thing about it is it can be both. You can plan a flight and see what it's going to look like. So if you need to you know, get a sense of how close certain approach is going to take you to terrain. It's great for that. But also, once you've flown a flight, if you record that flight using ForeFlight's uh, track log feature, you can then go back and load up that track log within 3D view mm-hmm. and see exactly where the flight actually went. Yes. So it's, it's perfect for both uh, reviewing a past flight and also previewing new ones. Okay, so you can use it to visualize your flight outside of your brain, which is amazing. And then after the flight, in my case, I can see how far off I was from what I was uh, supposed to do. I mean, I'm just, yeah. you know, internalizing this probably more than I should, but, but yeah, no, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. And and the new feature we just released for that feature, we upgraded it recently to where uh, previously you could only see, you, you know, you were kind of in a first person view of the route. And so you could, look around at all the terrain around you, but you were basically, it was basically a cockpit view. And what we did recently was we added the ability to pull the camera out from the airplane and actually see this little model of your aircraft flying along. 
and then pan around that and zoom in and out. And it's great for getting really close in shots of, of, you know, doing uh, turns and things, or you can pull it way, way out and get a really high level view. Uh, you know, if you, if you're flying through mountains or anything like that, um, it's a really great way to see exactly where your route is going. I yeah, love it. We also now show the route itself as this blue curtain, whereas before it, it didn't show the route specifically, but now you can see exactly where the route goes and you can see your airplane flying along the top of it. So it became a lot more powerful and a lot more um, just useful for reviewing past flights. It ties into if you have a, a compatible AHARS unit like a Stratus or a G1000 that can record uh, those settings, it'll actually show you you know how steep your bank was and so if you think you were over aggressively maneuvering to intercept final or something like that you can actually see that in the playback is that uh is that being enhanced as well or yeah that's exactly right and so we had that before but it's even better now that you have this um this 3d model of the aircraft because if you recorded it yeah with something that that records that pitch and bank information then it'll actually show that airplane uh uh turning and and pitching and everything uh so it, it gives you you know rather than just keeping straight and level, but making these turns. So it, it definitely enhances the experience of using that feature. Yeah, and this point of view camera thing that you can actually go back and look at your uh, plane and catch all the cur- uh, terrain. How long or how many updates down the road will it be where you actually will have a little avatar of yourself in the airplane? Because you know that's coming. <laughs> you guys are going to do it. I know it. Right. That's <laughs> on the roadmap somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, you know, both for training and just for planning your flight that is an amazing feature for four flight what else is uh, new is there some other features we should touch on here too yeah th- there's a number of other features we've added just recently uh back in december of 2019 we added this new feature called files and flights and as you may know four flight already has a, a, a pretty fully featured documents capability where you can uh, both import your own documents to four flight and you can also sync them to ForeFlight um, through the cloud. That's something we call cloud documents. And this new capability adds a new section on the flights view, which is where you would go to plan flights that you're going to file and get a briefing and everything. And this new files tab allows you to add documents specifically to that one flight. And so, you know, if you may want to add documents uh, uh, that you'll need all the time to the documents view, but if you have certain files or images or uh, anything like that that you want to associate with a particular flight, you can easily attach it to each of those flights and then go in and access it there, view it. Uh, You can annotate it in lots of different ways and you can print it. So it's a really great way to keep your files organized so you're not really cluttering up that documents view with a bunch of files that only apply to specific flights. Well, there you go. And Dennis, I think that would come in handy when uh, we cruise back over to the Bahamas, you think? That's that was exactly what I was thinking because you could have your uh, customs receipt for the uh, the ticket and uh, any of the forms that we would need to fill out, our cruising permit, all of that could be put right into ForeFlight and readily accessible instead of having to figure out what email box it's in and, oh, wait, we don't have internet access at the airport. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge benefit to anybody that gets uh, kind of off the beaten path. Absolutely. Sam, uh, all these new features in ForeFlight – that you guys keep coming out with, these are all user-generated. Like you get uh, requests from users that are, are, are taking advantage of ForeFlight, and, and you just kind of you know send it to the programmers, and they say, oh, yeah, we can do that, and then it comes out in a new update. Is that kind of the workflow with how you guys been operating or what? It is kind of like that, and, and every time we get uh, feature requests from customers, we do log them, and, and we have this whole huge spreadsheet where we 
each time someone requests the same feature that's been asked for previously, we add it to that spreadsheet and prioritize them differently. But something that's important to note is that uh, some of the users that are generating the most feature requests are actually uh, our employees. You know, we, we fly with the app, uh, we use it day to day. And so the people who are, are creating the app and deciding what the course should be for new features, uh, a lot of those decisions are based not only on what customers are saying, but what we ourselves see in the app and, and uh, the improvements that we see could be made to it. Right. Designed by pilots and, uh, you know, used by pilots. I mean, it, exactly. It, it's in the software, uh, great stuff. Yeah. In the software world, we call that eating your own dog food, right? Yeah, um, yep, that's exactly what it is. That's gross. I don't even know why you'd bring that up, Dennis. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, regardless, uh, I, I mean, there's always new features. Can you give us uh, a little preview of what we might see in the future? Or is that something like if you tell us we have to kill us kind of deal? Yeah, I, I can't go too in-depth on stuff. We we do have a tendency to change our mind a lot of times. And uh-huh. so if I tell you one thing that's probably going to come out next month, uh, I could end up being a liar and I don't want to do that. But mm. I will say that that 3D feature will continue to get new enhancements uh, as we move forward. And I won't go into exactly what those are, but you can expect that that feature is going to become even more powerful in the future. I can imagine that it's going to be just more virtual reality type stuff. You know, it's it's movie magic is what you guys are incorporating into the app. When you, t- you know, talk about the cameras being point of view and all that kind of stuff, it, it's, it's really remarkable uh, software. If you're a pilot and not using ForeFlight, you're really... I, I, I don't know. You're living under a rock because you guys have like 99% of the market. I'm, I'm probably exaggerating a little bit, Sam, but it, it's way up there. Am I right? It's something like that. Yes, it's we'll a go lot. with that. <laughs> so uh, it's an impressive uh, piece of software. Not only is it fun and easy to use and user intuitive in that sense, it, it's also uh, just a, you know, it, it's a very valuable safety tool. And when I get back in the cockpit, I'm going to be using that exclusively. Dennis, you're using it to the nines right now, right? That's correct. And, you know, I keep finding more and more ways to use it and make my flying safer. I mean, even things like turning on runway center lines as you're flying into an unknown airport makes it so much easier to visualize where that airport is and, you know, kind of helps get you lined up and, and, you know, find the pattern a lot easier. It just, it's hard to believe that years ago, we just used to have a paper sectional. And That's right. What the hell is that? that iPad. They're saving the planet on top of everything else. Fourflight.com. Sam, thank you for being on Just Plane Radio. We appreciate the update and uh, wish you the best, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks so much for the invite. And we got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Stay close. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. 
Flightstudy.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I don't really need or want anything. I mean, my life is pretty chaotic. I have five kids, you know, and I have friends that love stuff. I have a friend who has a drawer of watches. I have another friend who has five cars. Whenever I'm with these people, I realize I'm just simple. All I need is a nice bed and a private jet. Yeah. <laughs> now I have the bed. All I need is the jet. And it could be a used jet. I'm not a snob, you know. I mean, I don't want a prop plane. I'm not trash. But I can see you fly away. I can see the sun upon your face. I can feel your heart and I can hear you cry. A dirty bird like me. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. And, uh, okay, at this point, we have to kind of backtrack into last week's show and address a viewer mail that we got from, uh, well, this is from Tyler, Dennis, okay? And he was listening to you and I talk about going to get the uh, stone crabs down there at Everglades City. Uh, here in Florida, flying down there, get them, get them cheap, you know, fill up our bellies and maybe throw a few extras in the, in the plane and come home and we can make out like bandits cause they're like half price and stuff. And he goes, Hey, in regards to quote unquote, selling crab to recoup fuel costs, that is illegal. Unless you are a commercial fisherman and have a direct marketer license, selling them on the black market is a kick in the, <laughs> to the commercial fishermen. All right, Tyler, look. I don't recall us saying that we we're going to sell these stone crabs. I was just saying we we're going to make it. I was thinking we'd just load up the plane, bring them back, and eat them. I wasn't going to sell them. They're too tasty. You know what I'm saying? But you go to and I don't want to share. Up. Yeah. And uh, so, I, you know, it, it's a great. I, it sounds like Tyler might be a commercial fisherman. Maybe. I don't know. But, Tyler, uh, just relax. Take a chill pill. We're not encouraging people to do that. We know. You can't use your airplane to, you know, make money because that, uh, you know, the FAA frowns on that kind of stuff. But uh, there's no law about you going down and wanting to go fill up your belly, is it? I mean, uh, I guess it's a, again, I guess it depends on how big your belly is. 
you know, but if you wanted to bring some extra home for yourself or your freezer, does that count? As long as you're not saying, hey, I'm doing this to justify the flight. It's kind of a gray area. I see what he's saying, but we're first of all, we're not going to sell them. So that's that part's off the table. So Tyler, you, you, you kind of misunderstood what we were saying there. But if you brought home extra to throw in your freezer just for, you know, fun, I mean, that's like a souvenir, right? It's kind of semantics, I guess, right? What do you think, Dennis? Well, I think if uh, if we had some friends that wanted to pitch in and have us uh, pick up some extra for them so we could all have a bigger party when we got back and, you know, share Sure, uh, what we found. I think I think that's where that you get into a, that gray area. You got to be careful how you. Uh, well, we got to like make sure we have our story straight, boy. Come on. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just put it this way. I don't want to share them at all. They're probably going to be too tasty, so we don't even have to worry about it. And if Tyler's a commercial fisherman, get in touch with us. We dra- we'll buy direct from you. And <laughs> exactly. Cut out the middle of How's that? Hello, hello. And we sure is not going to sell them on the black market. It's, uh, I don't even know where that market is, by the way. Uh, regardless, uh, thanks for uh, checking in there, Tyler. We appreciate it. We uh, appreciate your comments and complaints here at Just Plain Radio. And you can email us, uh, info at justplainradio.com, right there through the website. You could actually even be on the air. Uh, there's a little tab. You click on the right side to get on the air, and you could record your uh, question or comment or complaint right there, and we might even play it back on the show. You know, one of the other ways you can interact with Just Plain Radio, obviously, is through our Facebook page. And sometimes we will share little, uh, you know, uh, pieces of radio gold with our passengers that, uh, you know, follow us on Facebook. This uh, falls into that category. One comment from a video we shared said that he didn't know he needed to use uh, drugs before he viewed it. But I think we did apologize in advance before we shared this. But uh, maybe, we, maybe we should just give everybody a little taste. The airport terminal, the planes are landing. Yeah. Uh, drugs would help, I think, yeah. Traveling somewhere and it feels fantastic. Rolling across the terminal floor. Okay. All right. And the sky's so high. It's, it's bright. It's, it's happy. It's a happy song. Okay, that's enough of that. I know. Those are the little uh, things sometimes we'll share through Facebook. And we usually apologize in advance, but, you know, uh, you, you, there's only one place you can get that kind of stuff. You know, it kind of yeah, filters through. I think through we're going to find it on the complaint section on the website next. Well, there, there you go. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you know, you've been warned. <laughs> if you want to follow us on Facebook, you might uh, get little tidbits like that. And actually, it's a fun little uplifting song that has a little aviation vibe to it. But whoever did it, obviously, is probably was on drugs and not flying probably an airplane. Probably as high as the airplane. <laughs> he's in the airplane terminal. So as long as he's on the ground, I think we're all safe. Uh, but what are you going to do? All right. So a lot of stuff has been happening in the news lately and there was a story about this hockey game that you may have heard where they had to recruit uh the zamboni driver to play goalie to win this uh hockey game and, and the guy ended up you know their their first two starter goalies on the hockey team uh got injured and they said hey we we need a goalie and so they they recruited the zamboni driver of the ice rink to fill in, and he ended up like saving the game or something. And it's crazy. It's a crazy story. He got called up to the big leagues and actually performed and saved the day, which is an impressive story 
in its uh, in its own right, but it made uh, Dennis in particular think about how this applies to private pilots. And we've talked about you know being called up to the big leagues when you're flying commercial all the time on Just Plane Radio. And uh, I don't know what did you have a did this trigger like a nightmare or just a flashback or what when it, it comes to you and uh, flying airplanes. Well, it was just interesting is that our local radio station uh, happened to carry this article and the the DJ is also a uh, private pilot. And so he, of course, went into the whole thing about, you know, yeah, that's my dream is to get called up to the, you know, the front co- front of the uh, 737 there and be able to save the day and be great. Dream know, or nightmare? Because... Well, it doesn't matter, does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> it's a dream for me, nightmare for the guys in the back. Well, we've hey. talked about the fact that, you know, flying a uh, a general aviation aircraft does give you, uh, you know, some basic skills above some slub that wouldn't have any clue whatsoever. But that's about it. Not much because it's a totally right. different animal. You might understand but, aerodynamics a little bit, but... I don't know, flying a jet versus like a Cessna 172? I don't know. It just lands faster. Yes. But okay, it, there's that. Right. That's where the nightmare the whole, part of it comes into play for me, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, the whole just the, the whole reason I thought that, that that just hit a nerve with me, though, is that my wife has always given me a hard time about uh, not having drinks on the airplane when I'm flying commercial because, you know, I never know when I might get called up or they might need me. And she's like, you're crazy. Well, then to hear some other private pilot having the same thoughts, I'm like, okay, it's not just me. It is pilots in general all have this dream. They do. And uh, I would actually want to double before they sent me up into the cockpit, as well as everybody else on the plane. Need to be liquored up, too. I'm just saying. More coming up. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Up around the stratosphere at 31,000 feet. I'm gonna fly on out of here on wings that you can't see. If you're gonna fly high without fear, you're gonna have to learn to love the atmosphere, and you gotta learn to use those wings you can't see. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me along with Captain Dennis. All right, I can't believe we haven't spoke about this story uh, sooner, but it just kind of escaped our, uh, you know, our minds. Or we, maybe we blocked it out on purpose. But, of course, I'm talking about the guy who was punching on that lady's seat on that. It was a Delta flight, and he was, like, in the last row, and his seat didn't recline, and she reclined her seat, and uh, he starts, like, tapping on it. And yeah, the he wasn't tapping on it. He was full on punched it initially, and then but somebody captured the whole thing on video. So the yeah. guy's just sitting there, the this entire was flight, just punching an open and shut case from my perspective. But then I started hearing all this backlash uh, from people saying, "Well, she shouldn't have done that, or she should have asked first, or she copped an attitude, and and the flight attendant uh, didn't like her attitude, and and gave the guy a drink." Which I was like, there has to be a little bit more to this story. She must have been a little difficult, is my guess. Or there was something that you know, ticked off the flight attendant uh, when she complained about the guy tapping on her seat. Because, oh my God, I couldn't believe. When you just look at the video, you're like, what is this kid thinking? What is he doing? Uh, you know, it's like, I- I'm surprised a fight didn't break out on that airplane. I mean, because someone, if you, if you would have seen that, what if you stepped in and said, hey, dude. Really, you, you you need to stop this. This is ridiculous. You're acting like a child. 
But, yeah, but, I would have had uh, airport security meet the airplane. I think you know, if it was if I was one of the flight attendants, I don't think I would have let that stand and given the guy a drink and rewarded him for childish behavior. No way. But but this did elevate to the senior levels at Delta because the CEO of Delta actually came out publicly with a statement and says, you know, hey, personally, I don't recline my seat on a flight, but I believe people should have the right to do it. But the proper thing is to ask the person behind you. And Hogwash. You know Just common courtesy. No, if I'm back there with tall knees and my laptop on there and somebody reclines the seat and folds my laptop screen down where I can't even see the screen now, you know, that's, that's rude. But I can't, I don't have ask, eyes in the back of my head, Dennis. I, I'm so sorry. Turn around we and ask and introduce the show to neighbor. Big time on this uh, topic. And we've talked about it before and maybe we need to clarify it next. So people agree with me uh, because I don't want to be, you know, like Dennis. If you don't agree with me, I'll convert you next. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I was flying. I was, of course, I was flying. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, babe, I hate to go. Hate to go. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor, co pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. All right, so this guy uh, starts pounding on the seat of the uh, passenger in front of him because his seat doesn't recline, and hers did, and she did, and he didn't like it because uh, he felt he was too cramped. Now, you know, the the head guy, De- uh, Delta, says that he, he believes people should ask before they recline their seats. Now, uh, and Dennis seems to agree with that. I don't. I mean, I don't look and see who's behind me. Uh, when I'm, you know, sitting in my chair, I mean, you figure there's someone there. Sometimes there may not be if you're lucky. Now, what I will say, Dennis, what I do, I try not to like press the button and go, you know, in case there is someone back there. I try to ease back slowly. And, you know, sometimes they slip or, or they're kind of loose or whatever, and they don't really do what they're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah, don't, I've had I don't, uh, I've had it both ways. The stealth recline, where you just suddenly notice your seat, your space went away, or or the person that just knocks your drink over because they went back so hard. Yeah, well, exactly, and, and I mean, I, I understand that. But as far as feeling that I have to say, uh, excuse me, can I recline my seat back? I'm not going to give him the option. It's like, well, no. <laughs> It's like, excuse, I'm sorry, I'm not going to ask. I uh, That is my right with the seat that I purchased that I want to recline my seat back and go to sleep or whatever I want to do. Now, when they're serving food, yes, it, it's polite to raise your seat if when they're serving a dinner or something like that, maybe. But, uh, but otherwise, hey, I think uh, you own that seat. You own the right to recline your seat. And, you know, like I said, try to be respectful. Though you don't, like... You know, slide it back and just like ram somebody if they were saying like, God forbid, if they had their seat or a tray table down and they're like trying to sleep and get their head down on it or something. And you like really climb back, whoosh, you know, that would be inappropriate. 
But as far as asking, no, heck no, you don't have to ask. That's ridiculous. You know, this poor slub that, uh, you know, got the last seat in the plane. I mean, honestly, that that's his own fault that it doesn't recline. And, and it's partly Delta's fault. I'm sorry. I, I hate the fact that they even sell those type of seats. If you get the last seat and it doesn't recline, I feel sorry for the, the person that gets that. And if you feel sorry enough, maybe you won't recline your seat. That's up to you. But you, I don't think you have any obligation whatsoever to say, I'm not going to recline my seat back. Uh, because well, I say we solve this problem once and for all by uh, by kind of going the industry direction of limited recline or no recline of the seats in the first place. Well, it, then we don't have this problem. You get what you pay for is my point. You know, he obviously waited and didn't get an assigned seat. That's why he ended up in the last row with a non-reclining seat. I'm sure he didn't pick that one. You know what I'm saying? And that's on him for either procrastinating and not picking his seat or not wanting to pay and let the airline pick his seat for him. I mean, they it's it's all a la carte, you know, price upgrades now. So that that's kind of on you. If you want to save a few bucks, know that you might get stuck in that last seat. And you kind of should know that going in. But to take it out on the passenger in front of you, oh, that's insanity. And, and to think that that passenger in front of you has any obligation to you to make things more comfortable for you, they have no obligation whatsoever. Can they be polite? Can they offer to be be uh, you know of assistance and say, "Hey, I won't recline my seat on you." Sure, and, and I think that's fine. But do you have an obligation to do that as that passenger? Absolutely not. I don't think you do at all. But you disagree with me on this. Is that right? Yeah, you and I will agree to disagree on this one because I personally think it's rude. I don't like it. I pay for my space. I want my laptop on that tray in front of me. But that's not your space. If it my is seat, my space. If my I seat have reclines back, inches of pitch. <laughs> yes. I but, want all of it. Well, once again, you know, I, I paid for the fact that my seat reclined so I could get a nice leisurely rest or yeah. uh, position when I uh, am flying. And, but escalating it the way this guy did, punching the seat back continuously, I think that that's childish and, of course. and definitely was not appropriate. There's far more subtle ways that you can deal with this. Yeah. You have the nice little convenient overhead vents, just aim it at that person's head. No, no. What, here's all, this is all what you do, is, is you call the flight attendant and you tell them, look, I, I can't deal with this. And then you, you complain to them. And they either find you another seat or you get bonus miles or whatever for, for putting up with the aggravation or you just never fly with them again. You know, that, I mean, that's, hey, but you have, I don't think you have any gripe whatsoever with the person in front of you. You really don't. I, I don't, they have no obligation to you. You have no obligation to them. I mean, you, they don't Except know that you. We're anything. all in this together. And Can't we all get along? Everybody get along, exactly. Well, you know, once again, you know, if you're uh, super polite about it, maybe, you know, the person could consider uh, seeing if they could, you know, uh, adjust their seat. You, but once again, I think, I believe that it's on that person who's being inconvenienced to sell it. Uh, I don't think it's, it has, you know, the passenger, the passenger in front has no obligation whatsoever to accommodate you or, uh, you know, to uh, inconvenience themselves for, for that because they paid for it. That's, I mean, that's how, just how I feel about it. I mean, once again, you have the choice. And, you, you know, if, if, if you know it's really bothering the person behind you, 
you can make the decision like, okay, let me see if I can adjust this and maybe I can find a happy medium. But if the person behind me is being a jerk and, and they're like, you know, bitching and, and whining is like, screw you. You know, hey, you know what? You're having a bad day. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. And, you know, that, that's your problem. Go find another seat. You know, c- complain to the airline and have them put you in another seat. But don't don't make my life miserable. I mean, that, that's kind of how I'd look at it. I'm sorry. And, you know, the guys, you know, the fact that he started bumping on the seat, of course, we agree that was way over the top. And he's lucky he didn't get his lights knocked out, I think, if someone else was watching that. And that's, you know, and, and once again, that's why I kind of think there's more to this story that maybe the lady who uh, was having this done to her, maybe there was something else she did or she copped an attitude or something. And maybe uh, it was the food she brought on board just irritated him. And just uh, yeah. Put him over the well, top. there's a bunch of things that can set people off. I don't get I, I, I don't doubt that there could been there could have been some other part to this story. It made it a little uh, less sympathetic to her situation. But, man, when you just watch the video, you just feel bad for her. Like, what, what, how could you possibly deal with someone behind you? It's bad, you know, bad enough, like, if you have a kid behind you, like a toddler or something, keeps kicking the you know chair and, like, the parents don't care. You know, who hadn't seen that scenario or been a part of that? You know, there's only so much uh, they can do. But sometimes you get parents and they don't care. You know, it's like, ah, screw you. <laughs> you know, it's like. And then, you know, it's kind of like, what do you do? You know, you, there's only so much you can do before you get up and yell at the parents uh, or something like, hey, control your kid or whatever. But once again, you got to bring the flight attendant in to kind of diffuse any potential conflicts with another passenger. I, that's how I, I feel about it. Yeah, I don't think you ever want to confront the other passenger directly. You're just asking for trouble. Are you with me on that much? No. Yeah, I don't, you, you don't need to escalate anything in flight. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what the cabin crew is there for. Right. Use them. Yeah, and see how you know what their solution might be, and hopefully they can find a way uh, to do it. But you, you know, if you get into one of those situations, uh, there are there's ways for payback. There's no question about it. <laughs> you know, and, and the things that you should not do. We have like what fifteen. This is from an article. Of like, what yeah, this thing? is an article from Huffington Post on the rudest things that you can do on an airplane. All right, so, so if you're take not this getting, as a uh, get even list, yes. or a what not to do list, exactly. So yeah, you know, if you're not getting satisf- satisfaction from the flight attendant, here's 15 tips that you can use to get back at that uh, weasel and uh, and and at least feel like you've uh, accomplished something. Maybe. So the first one is what. Well, be aware of the food that you're bringing. You know, don't bring uh, smelly or messy foods on board. Mm-hmm. You know, tuna sandwich and hard-boiled eggs are are really awesome smells that just carry and everybody knows what you're eating. Maybe even a, a strong curry or something like that might be might be a little uh, overwhelming in the cockpit. Yeah, uh, but, that's too much know, trouble. That even applies to you. <laughs> Make sure you put some deodorant on. You know, oh. if you just got done running a marathon. You know, clean up a little bit before you board the plane. The person next to you on a transcontinental flight probably doesn't want to smell uh, smell you after you just completed that run. Right. So oh, these don't, these aren't like get even tips. These are just things you, you don't want to be those people kind of. But things. you could be that person and get even too. I mean, well, some of these could be worked both ways. You know? Yeah, liverwurst. Yeah, get a liverwurst. If you like that kind of food, you know, and maybe have a spare one. In the bag, like, hey, if I get on this plane, someone starts tapping onto my back of my seat, I know what I'm pulling out. That's what they're going to smell. 
both while I eat it and probably shortly thereafter, if you know what I mean. All right, more coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. For nearly 75 years, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association has been a beacon for those who cherish the freedom to fly. AOPA protects your rights as a pilot by fighting airspace restrictions, fuel taxes, user fees, airport closings, and other issues that threaten your ability to take to the sky. AOPA is on the front lines every day to ensure that general aviation and the interests of its members are promoted and safeguarded. Learn more about how you can become a member at AOPA.org. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. What's rattling back there? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know what this thing is. My controls. Roger that. Is that tow bar come loose? Well, I don't know. Is is this is this the tow bar? Yeah, that's it. Oh, oops, sorry, the bag. Sorry, no, it's all right. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Peanut brittle. Could this day get any better? Oh, 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 no! Get the tow bar off oh, me! Oh, no, it's stuck between the seat. I got it. I got it. Oh, 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 stay with us, Gus. Oh my God, those cheekbones. You look like JFK Jr. Oh, he looks like JFK Jr. I don't know what I'm doing. Well, put it on autopilot. Put it on autopilot. There is no autopilot. This is a lawnmower with wings. Well, you fly remote control planes. Do what you do there. I crash them. That's why I buy all the time. Oh, I was wrong. I don't want to die this way. Oh, I'll settle for a nice, boring death at ground level. Well, technically, we will be dying at ground level. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, we're good. All right. Just so you know, I completely kept my cool through that whole thing. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. All right, we're giving you about 15 things you can do to annoy the other passengers on the airplane. Or 
maybe things you want to avoid if you don't want to do that. You know, uh, you take it either way. One is, you know, bring some food that'll stink up the whole place. And uh, liverwurst sandwich, you know, I mean, take eggs, woof. You know, anything like that is is a little on the rough side sometimes when you're sitting next to that person. But, um, yeah, yeah, you you really don't want to be that guy. And that's actually, as far as revenge, I think uh, that's way too much trouble to pack a sandwich that you know is going to stink up the airplane. It better be something you really want badly. And it's probably too much trouble. So what's the next tip? Well, taking photos of the passengers and then posting it online is obviously, uh, well, how we got to this in the first place. Uh, so they're, they're revising not to do it because it can be considered rude, not to mention there's some potential liability there. But, you know, can you imagine taking pictures of the people, you know, getting the selfie or taking the picture of the person that reclined the seat? That's probably going to incite a little bit of a, a riot on the plane. You're asking for escalate it. Escalate the situation, yeah. But if it's already escalated to that point, that is one way to get someone to start you know, behaving, possibly, if well, they know. And you've got evidence, hey, this is what was going on. You could see the guy who's thumping the back of the seat. Yeah, yeah. and I believe on that uh, deal, I think the flight attendant told the lady to not film, and she kept doing it. I think I remember seeing something, some report to that effect. Uh, because a yep. flight attendant knew that this was going to escalate things or something. I thought I, yep. I, I could be wrong. It'd be the first time ever. But, yeah, you could see, you know, the person on the other end of the lens getting slightly annoyed that somebody. There's definitely more to that story it. on both yeah. sides. Okay. So, uh, you know, be careful with your phone or use it as a weapon, I guess, depending on uh, how you're taking these tips. Next one. Now, don't use the airplane as a spa. I mean, you're you're there to commute. This is not a day spa. So don't kick your shoes off and get out your nail file and and uh, put your feet up on that tray table and you know trim your toes. You know, yeah, the toenail aware, thing. You know? Oh, I, I've it, seen all the it, videos, but luckily I've never been next to anybody where someone started doing that. Well, uh, and remember what Keith said about how stuff gets passed on the airplane. It's not from the air. It's from eating off those tray tables. So if somebody's got their, uh, you know, toe cheese up on the table there and you're eating your ham sandwich that the airline gave you. Well, that's, table that's or not, nasty. if someone starts clipping their toenails on an airplane, I mean, if someone did that next to me and I saw it, I, I think I would say like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Don't do that here. And you know, you'd have to kind of call them out a little bit. Wouldn't you? Would you? I would. Yeah. I think, dude, this is not a private lounge. This is our airplane, and I don't want your toenails. Well, private lounge or not, I don't think you would do yeah. that in a private lounge. That's, like, yeah, you, dude, go do that at your house, outside in your backyard or, or something, something, you know? Yeah. But, but not in the middle of 150 people clipping your toenails. That's nasty. Yeah, you're grossing me out. Well, what is up with that? All right, next one. Uh, ignoring the arm armrest protocol. So... What's your thought on this one? I know that you always pay to not get a middle seat uh, yeah. or upgrade, but my opinion, if you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests and a discussion hmm. because uh, you've got no space already. You're already shoehorned in between two people. The other ones have got the aisle armrest or the window. They can lean either way. The guy in the middle gets both. That's my personal opinion. So ignoring hmm. that, you know, and having your arm on top of someone else's arm and in a already cramped situation. Uh, it, it certainly can escalate problems. I, I, you know, I, it's case by case, you know, in yeah. my case, cause sometimes the window person isn't going to have an armrest depending on the aircraft. It's possible you won't have one, right? But you at least have the wall. You would have the wall. I agree. 
but I don't know. I, I would say automatically the middle person gets the gets both of them. I, it would no, kind of depend. That should be the rule. If you yeah. ever get stuck in a middle seat, well, you know how. Be. Yeah, what I do, I'll I'll, uh, I'll say okay, I'm going to take the front part of the you know armrest. I'll just kind of you know claim my territory and let them have the back part of the armrest, so we can both share it a little bit. You know what I mean? But like for someone to take over the entire armrest with their entire arm. I, that, that might be a bit, I don't know if I'd be willing to concede all that, Dennis. I, it, well, it's, it's a case it, by I mean, case. It really and, becomes, yeah, it, it's all part of that disregarding personal space, which is kind of the next item here, you know? Yeah. Don't go and lean up on the on the passenger next to you to take a nap. Don't you know, touch be, be me. Be aware of your surroundings. That's right. Exactly. Unless yeah. you ask first. Well, and yeah, if it's like a hot babe or something that you don't mind or whatever, and you're into that kind of thing, uh, maybe. But uh, most time, you're going to be like, nah, don't touch me. And then same thing with the armrest. I mean, you know, like I said, if you can share the armrest without touching each other, I think there could, there could be some compromise room there. All right, we're going to run out of time here. Can you zip through them real yeah, quick? So just, yep, don't act entitled with the flight attendants. I mean, that's mm. just common sense. They're here to help, you know, keep the airplane safe. They're not here to babysit you. Fair. Um don't glare at the parents with crying kids. They know it's already tough and staring them down just makes it more uncomfortable for everything. If you're going to say something, say it and move on. I agree. Yeah. But to those parents, don't let your kids run wild. We already kind of doc- talked about this, but keep control of your kids. Mm-hmm. Give them something to play with. Don't let them be running around the airplane, kicking the seats in front of you. We're not going to get through all of these before the end of the show. Okay. But when you try to exit ahead of the people in front of you, just wait your turn instead of trying to force your way past. No cutting. I'm with you there. No cutting. We'll leave it at that for this week. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. Hi, some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlaneRadio.com. 